Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This is T. Love, your host here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am a certified reconnective healing practitioner, 
sound therapist and positive psychology practitioner with a private practice in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. Now, our chat room is open, so feel free to join that discussion. We do keep an eye on the chat room. If you have questions, go ahead and post it. We'll, we will do our best to get your question on air, although I do think you should really pay attention because this is such a fascinating subject, and it's such a great book. I'm not even going to bother doing commercials on tonight's show. So sit back, relax, and just enjoy what you hear. Is our world being guided by an interdimensional light alliance helping us to save ourselves? According to my guest, Gordon Asher Davidson, it is. Gordon has a long career of active leadership in social change institutions and movements while simultaneously pursuing a deep, inner meditative life culminating in his book, The Transfiguration of Our World, How a Light Alliance is Transforming Darkness and Creating a New Earth, which is our topic for discussion today. His experience includes co-authoring with his wife, Corrine McLaughlin, The Practical Visionary and Spiritual Politics, the forward of which was written by the Dalai Lama. He co-founded Sirius, a spiritual environmental community, serves as founding director of the Social Investment Forum, founding and co-directing a Washington, D.C. Institute, the Center for Visionary Leadership, and offering many clients worldwide deep spiritual guidance and transformational consulting for over 20 years. Welcome to the show, Gordon. I can't thank you enough for taking time to join us here at Energy Awareness Radio. How are you being? I am very, very well. Thank you. It's wonderful to be on your show. I am actually in our community in Massachusetts, Sirius, which we started 37 years ago. And it's wonderful to be back here with my family and all the friends that we have here. So thank you for inviting me. Well, you're welcome. Where in Massachusetts are you? Because that is where I am from. Oh, we're near. Uh, it's in Shutesbury. It's a short, very close Shortly. to Amherst. Yes. Ah, okay. Near Amherst. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Western Mass, beautiful country there. Mm. Great place for that, I must say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so here's what happened. Your book is absolutely fascinating, and let me just say, I normally read my guests' books the weekend prior to the show, but this weekend there was a lot going on and that didn't happen. So I read it yesterday, and then I said, you know what, I need to read it again. So I read it today. So in total, I've read it twice because I had to. It is so intriguing and so thought-provoking, and for those who are skeptical, it would probably make a great sci-fi movie. And for those who are not skeptical, like myself, it really makes a great documentary of sorts. You bring up many past and current events that truly make you stop and ponder. And you can see how it all comes together when you're reading the book. And I have to add that by the time I got to page 8, zero eight, just page eight alone. <laughs> I had a boatload of questions. So we could actually do a 60-minute show for the next year and probably not get to everything that I wanted to ask. So <laughs> I, I thought I would start somewhat easy, if this is okay with you, with just some anyway, yes and Any no way you questions. like, it's fine. Okay. I'm thinking I'll do yes and no for a few questions, and then we'll get on to explanations, because I think people will be intrigued just by the yes or no's. Sure. So, You have maintained a 20-year meditative practice and contacts with spiritual beings in the inner world who are guiding human evolution, and these spiritual beings are contacting you, correct? Yes. Okay. So in your meditative state, these are actual beings communicating with you. This is not either your higher self or your creative mind providing you with a story to tell, correct? That's right. Yes. Okay. Did these spiritual beings tell you to write this book, or did they channel it to you? It's not channeling. It's telepathic conscious conversation. We actually, it's a conversation, 
And they, yes, they did ask me to write this book. It, it's, a, it's out of an a international teleseminar that I did on the materials I was receiving, and I was specifically asked to put it into a book and present it to the public, which took some doing because I had some reservations, as you can imagine, of putting all this out to the public. Well, but, yeah. I, <laughs> but I did, and I'm very, very glad we, I did because the response has been fantastic. The kind of response you're, you're sharing is exactly the way so many people are responding to this book. And I would think, so that was the end of the yes and no's, and, and thank you for the explanation, because that wasn't a yes or no. Um, I would think that you would, it would be almost a 50-50 split, and I don't mean that in exactly those percentages, but I would think if, if someone is skeptical, they're going to say sci-fi movie. If someone's not, they're going to say, yeah, I can buy this lock, stock, and barrel. Is that kind of how it goes? Well, I, for the people that I am addressing who are interested in this topic and therefore you know, tune into the radio shows or read the book, actually um, the response has been almost universally positive. But, of course, mm -hmm. it's a pre-selected audience. It's not the general public. But when I was on George Norrie's show, um, which is a very large cross-section of the public, we had tremendous positive feedback on, from that show. And only two people actually objected uh, to, the, to what I shared. And well, don't you for, think it's because and that was oh, sorry, for religious? That was for religious reasons. Oh, yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, don't you think people are hungering for more information that we know oh. has been held back and given to us? We're starving for it. Absolutely, because you know when people listen to the news and they think that defines reality as as it is, and they people become very very upset, depressed, frustrated. And, and feel totally disempowered. And that is exactly what those forces that create that kind of reality want you to experience so they can continue to rule and have people kind of give up and resign in resignation. But when, I, when people hear what I'm offering, they say, I feel empowered, I feel hopeful, I feel ready that we, we are going to make it through this crisis, which is the question on most everyone's mind. In the, in the, I believe in the world, are we going to successfully make it through this with all the things going on in the world? And the answer is absolutely yes. We are already moving through it. And I think it's been probably more noticeable for me, you know, to know that something is shifting, something is changing for maybe the past 20 years, mm -hmm. maybe only 15. But I think that it's really, you can feel things differently. You can sense things. People are... People are going more to, I mean, you've been meditating for 20 years. People are going to meditation classes. Hospitals are bringing it in as a form of, you know, help with healing. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I do healing work. Uh, people refer to me as a light worker or a healer. I don't refer to myself as that. I know I'm the conduit. But I also see the science side, which is what I studied prior to getting into this, so that I knew that there was actually basis for it. And people are actually taking a stand and saying, we want to know the truth. Don't hold back from us anymore. There's all kinds of shows on TV. But nobody's put it into the words that you have. Nobody's put it in such a way that it's, it is easy to understand. I read it twice because I was so fascinated. I knew I missed things. I knew I did. <laughs> yes, yes. You're just reading well, so fast. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it was written, really. I mean, I, I, I wrote it cooperatively co-created it with a spiritual master on the inner planes who 
have the is deeply involved in this process of helping humanity to move through this crisis and is helping and working on many aspects of you know this unfoldment which requires the awakening of humanity and a, a real transformation of our systems that we have the way the world is organized this this master is deeply engaged in that process so he knows has this hum, tremendous overview of the entire situation which no, no human really quite has it and, and so he's been yeah. able to communicate through these conversations a degree of what he wanted to share with the public that would help us all feel that, you know, that our situation is very, very positive. We are on the verge of one of the most tremendous transformations and, tr and even transfiguration of our planet that we've ever experienced, ever, probably the most significant since the birth of Christ. And this is really underway and all that's happening can be seen in that context so that it gives a tremendous sense of momentum and that the light forces are increasing. They are gaining more and more influence. They are eliminating many of the darker influences that have you know, really in interfered with humanity's evolution. And it's all moving forward in a wonderful way. And we are, as you said before, we are in the process of this. It's not like we're going to wake up one day and it'll be like, oh, we shifted, we changed. Right. That's not well, how it's going to go down. Yeah, absolutely. We have a very crucial role in all this because the help that they can give us, both the, the spiritual masters and even galactic civilizations who are also helping us, is directly proportional to how much we make an effort ourselves to wake up, clean up our whole energy system, be and become more aligned with this higher vision and higher purpose, and do everything we can to help make this happen on the planet. And that's what the purpose of all this book is, really, is to help people understand what is going on, how they can contribute, and how they can get deeply into the process, which makes them feel totally different, empowered, energized, inspired, and I, I have groups all over the world now that are doing this, and it is having a tremendous impact, and that's exactly what we want. And then the more we do, the more help we can receive. Yes. Now, I have a couple of questions that just come from that. Okay. Okay. Prior to you writing this book, you and your wife have done wonderful work, but your name was not really a household name. So why... Why you? Why not someone more visible, like the Pope or the Dalai Lama or the Queen of England or the <laughs> well, President of the United States? Well, that's an interesting point. I mean, the Pope is actually very much a part of the Light Alliance. And the vision that he's putting forward and the principles that he's enunciating around capitalism and helping the poor and the environment are absolutely aligned with the vision that, we, that, I'm, that we're working with. He is a key player in this whole Light Alliance, no question about it. But for, mm -hmm. for me, I've been, I've been meditating for, actually for 40 years, and, it, oh, and during the last 20 years is when I really opened up the communication with these beings on other levels. And I have, you know, as you said, I, I do have a long record of actually doing a lot in the public sphere. I, I'm fairly good at communicating with people, and therefore... Um, when you look at it, and I'm very familiar with these ideas, and I follow... The, the, what's going on in current events in the world and humanity very closely as I have my entire life. And because of all that, I am, you know, reasonably qualified to do, you know, do this, bring this forward. And I have a very strong and powerful, clear connection to this master that I've worked with for over 20 years. And 
been taught and trained uh, in actually how to have that kind of communication. So it is totally clear and doesn't get distorted as it can in many, many different ways and actually then be able to communicate what I receive to the public. And that's why I am sort of been the one that's sort of best I could find, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they did a great job with that, so don't cut yourself short. <laughs> But I agree with you. The moment that they selected the Pope and the moment he started talking, everybody knew, I think, oh, this is different. This, this oh, guy yeah. is oh, he he's is. really making yeah. a difference. He's incredible. Yeah, he, I love him. I think everyone does. Oh, yeah. He's, he's making a tremendous contribution, and he's actually enunciating the vision of exactly what we need to do and what is going to come about, which is an adjustment of the wealth condition of the planet, uh, really paying attention to the needs of the poor, really regenerating the entire environment of our world. That is part of our, our destiny and our, our purpose as humanity is to take care of this earth and the environment and all the creatures on it. And we are moving into where we are going to make that our prime directive. That's what we will be doing. And that's what we've, I always thought we needed to do. What, what Coming here was part of our work was to grow our soul, learn our lessons, you know, and, and make the world a better place for those that, that are here after us. Yes. Now, the time of the major changes that are already in process, everything from economics and politics to the environment, GMOs, the media, it runs the, the full gamut. I just thought that was part of our natural evolution, you know, learning and growing from our mistakes. Why are they working so hard to help us. I mean, after all these millennia, mankind seems to be rather disrespectful and a tad ungrateful at the very least. You know, we haven't learned and certainly haven't grown from the errors of our ways, if you will. They're working really hard to get us to do it right. Why is it so important? I mean, here we are, this little tiny planet in this solar system of, you know, infinite solar systems and universes. Right, Why do they right. care so much about us? Well, it's really an important question, and it has to do with the fact that the evolution of our planet has been always on our planet. There has been a struggle between the light and dark, and the dark were forces that came to our planet millennia ago from outside the planet and actually were, have been able to successfully, in certain ways, take over and control and manipulate humanity and exploit all the resources for their own benefit. And that has been going on for a very, very long time. And that was allowed to happen by these higher spiritual forces because they thought by humanity having to make a choice between light and dark and those two paths and learning from the karma of their choices, that that would be the best way for us to evolve. And it has been the process of our evolution. You can, make a, you can question whether that was the best way, but that is the way we've been through. What happened was those forces, those controlling forces, went too far. Basically, they set up systems to control through the financial system and, and owning the politic, political system and, and all the ways the media and controlling everything. And then with they, their, their ultimate goal was going to be 9-11. 9-11 was an was a inside job set up in order to create enough fear and controls so that humanity could easily be manipulated. And, of course, they did pass a lot of legislation that was very... Uh, took away our democratic rights and many other things. However, 9-11 had the most gigantic unintended consequence in history, which is that what happened is because our Earth, this answers your question, our Earth is a chakra in the body of the solar being. Every solar system, every 
being is a living being, and it has chakras, just like we as individuals have chakras, right? Mm-hmm. And so yes. our Earth is one of the chakras in the solar, solar being. Because of the, the, the controlled and retarded state of our planet, it was holding back the evolution of the entire solar system and even other systems that are part of that. So the whole thing became the Earth is really a blockage to solar evolution. And there was a, after 9-11, they looked at the planet and they said, the, the Solar Council, and said, this cannot work. Humanity is, is going to go down and they're going to gain full control of the planet. And so they made a decision at that point to remove the leadership of the dark forces from our planet. And they did that by giving the galactic civilizations permission, which they did not have before, to remove them from the planet. And that was in, that was in 2002. And they began that process. It's been going on, and it's done. There are no more external for- beings from outside the planet now involved in our planetary system. So that we now have a situation where all the humans who cooperated with them are still trying to keep all those systems going with less and less ability to do so because they lost their their leadership. And the whole thing is starting to really wind down. Meanwhile, there's this tremendous alliance of all these galactic civilizations who are working to support our evolution. And another part of the decision that was made after 9-11 was to allow the galactic civilizations to release more and more light and more and more love to our planet to radi- increase the level of radiation of that. And that's been going on since 2002, which has raised the frequency, as we all can see, and mm-hmm. stimulated the awakening of humanity all over the world. And so this is a tremendous, powerful thing. And in addition, they have become, they've connected with many, many of the leaders around the world, the Light Alliance, and have be- communicated to them what the true story is, what the plan is for our, our evolutionary unfoldment and how we're moving towards that, and gain the support of many, many leaders all over the world in major positions, in some people like the Pope, who, know, who knows about this. And so mm-hmm. this is unfolding with the co- cooperation of these higher civilizations who are extraordinarily advanced but very careful about not interfering with our free will, which is why they haven't shown up here, and with the spiritual masters and with many of the very high-level leaders on our planet are now aware of them and know what they're doing and are cooperating and working together. And that's what we call the Galactic Earth Light Alliance. It's like a a combination of both the galactic powers and all of human beings who are working with them and helping and, and co-creating this, this evolutionary process we're in the middle of. Okay. I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> Go right ahead. Uh, so sure <laughs> okay, so all of the external, dark, mean, nasty, negative beings are gone off the planet. So mm-hmm. the, the nasty, miserable, rotten people that are here are people. They're human beings. Correct. That's all they are. That's wow. Right. That's, that's scary because we're not done with them yet. <laughs> right. Well, they're, they're, they're still here. That's true. And, and, and many of them are operating exactly the way they learned and this, because they were taken and brought into this whole control system, given, of course, great personal benefit by being part of it with unlimited power and wealth and all the rest. And so they don't want to release that. that. Although many of them have been or are being turned to the light. Some of them, mm-hmm. many of them are shifting, but there is a, a quite a substantial number who are not. That's certainly true. 
And mm -hmm. that is the group that we are now contending with and working with to help to move them towards the light, or ultimately they will not be able to remain on this planet. That is a very significant part of the plan. And how well, that... no, no, you go ahead. It's more important that you talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so there's, there is a clear plan that as the energy continues to intensify on the planet, which those of us who are sensitive to it know that this is happening, it mm. will culminate with a ultimately a release of, of love on this planet at a level of intensity and beauty and power that has never ever been experienced before on the whole planet coming from the solar solar being because we are part of that being and that energy will be released onto the planet with such love that anyone who understands love as a principle or it has any appreciation of love or can love at all at any level. It doesn't mean people have to be perfectly loving. It just means that they understand love at some degree. They have that frequency within them will be fine. But all those people who do not accept, recognize, or have any love frequency within their beings will not be able to remain on this, this planet when that happens. So that means that there will be uh, what I, it's like it's like a cosmic sort, if you will, <laughs> that there's a there's a, there's an energy flow that comes in, and those who vibrate at a certain frequency will be remaining here on the planet, and those who cannot vibrate to that frequency will no longer be present. They will be taken to places where they can continue their evolution at a frequency that's resonant with whatever they're embodying. So it will be uh, there are other systems available to where people who are very violent and all the rest of it can work out and learn the lessons that they need to learn in order to evolve. But it will not be on planet Earth because Earth has been like a processing, clearing of deeply negative energies for a very, very long time. And part of the transfiguration is the ch shifting of that process so that the Earth will no longer be fulfilling that function in the solar system. It will become a beautiful, lighted garden planet as it was intended to be. Okay, this bodes the question. All right, the love that is going to be greater than any other love anyone's experienced on Earth as a whole. Mm -hmm. I really believe, and there's a backstory here. I got married to a person whose last name was Love. I remember walking down the island thinking, oh, my God, there's more to this than just the last name. What am I going to do with this? I know I have to do something. I knew it. I knew there was something about that name, that there was a reason I was marrying that name. And I've tried really hard to teach and aspire to constantly coming from my heart and teaching children, you know, from age five through high school and college even about gratitude, how to live from gratitude, all that stuff. Beautiful. So, Having said that, I think that, and I don't think it's just me, I think that the, the love that they're going to shower upon us or that will be coming in is coming in in dribs and drabs to specific people in a certain way so oh, that, absolutely. okay, all right. So now here's a question. Now I know other people are, if they can't handle the vibration, they're, I call it opting out and going elsewhere. Now mm -hmm. I am noticing and have been noticing for quite some time a whole lot more obituaries in the newspaper than, say, 20 years ago. And I know the population has grown, but it seems to me that people are leaving this planet in droves and in somewhat bizarre ways, freak accidents, the strangest things you've ever seen or heard. Mm -hmm. yeah. Have you noticed that, and is that part of the cleansing? 
Yes, it is. Absolutely. And I agree with you. And that's all true. I mean, just as an example, um, and this is important because it relates to the unfoldment of the plan, you know, the the number of CEOs, CFOs, and top uh, executives in financial institutions, hedge funds, mutual funds, and great big banking institutions, the number of people who have either died, um, disappeared, uh, committed suicide, or been indicted over the last three years is now up into the 2,500 level at the very top levels now we're talking about, which is 10, mm-hmm. t- people have studied this, 10 times the statistical norm of how many people tr- move through and change at the top level of these institutions. What that is about is that, yes, that it, there is a shifting going on. Those who are either going to be part of the new systems that are going to be created are going to be as they move out, new people who are more within the light are being brought into those systems, and that's ongoing and continuing. And that is part of the way the transition is actually happening, and it's happening in many, many fields. So I, I, that's exactly right what you're saying. Yeah, I, I've noticed it. I've said it before, and people look at me kind of funny. I say, no, I'm telling you, there's something going on. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going on for no. sure, and it's part of the I process. Mean, I know and, I'm smart. But I know I'm smart enough to know I don't know everything. So, no, you know? <laughs> Nobody does on this planet. But we know well, we, can, we can always know more. And, and, and the more we know, then the more we can see the whole picture in a clearer way, and therefore we can be more helpful to people who are wandering around confused and, and terrified and, 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 and depressed about the world situation. And that's part of our task as those of us who are awakening to share all that, whatever we understand, that's positive and uplifting and help people move into a, a sense of empowerment. That, you know, we are creating the future. Our mental, emotional, intention, all of that is very powerful in creating the future. Yes. And what we're doing is we are changing the future paradigm of what the future is going to look like. I call it we are, we are occupying the future. And we're occupying the future with a vision of something beautiful and powerful and and totally uplifting and creative for all of humanity. That's where we're going. And that is happening. And it's not just, you know, myself or other people or just a few people. It is a worldwide phenomenon. There's tens of millions of people involved in this. And there is a massive higher level, higher beings and higher spiritual powers who are totally supporting and backing this and helping it to happen. And, and because it's coming from the level of the solar, solar being, nothing on this planet can stop it. It is going to happen. It's already happening. And this is great news, you know. It I is great news. <laughs> it is, you know, because it makes you feel like, okay, there's hope for all of us, you know. And, and what I'm right. doing is not to no avail uh, or for not. Um, you know, when we talk about the Light Alliance and that there are people who are privy to it, let's say, like the Pope or the Dalai Lama or, as you mentioned in your book, Bill Clinton and a couple of other people, um, the things that – do they know they're part of this Light Alliance? I mean, you mentioned in the book, too, that people who are light workers, and I thought, I'm, I'm a light worker. I've never been invited to a meeting or seen an agenda or been on a task force. I don't think I'm part of this Light Alliance. What are you talking about? Well, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like you know, it's like it's almost like if you can imagine. Well, it's on a need-to-know basis, really. Or it's you know, but but what happens is as people, you know, take a take a stand 
and they say, okay, I'm going to stand for this in the light. I'm going to offer this and this, and this is going to be my service, and that's how I'm going to contribute. And that's beautiful. And as you do that, you grow, right? Your, your, mm-hmm. your consciousness starts to expand, and you learn about more things. You hear about more things. You explore more things. You begin to open up your vista and your, your perspective changes and gets bigger and bigger, and you start to understand more and more. That's exactly what's happening. So as any light worker who's doing anything at all on any level, whether it's working in a soup kitchen or, you know, taking care of your family and raising beautiful children, whatever it is, as you do that, your perspective is going to grow. You're going to grow spiritually from that. And as you begin to grow, you see and understand more and more. And eventually you begin to realize, you know, we're not in this alone. We as humanity mm. are not alone on this planet. We are part of a, of a galactic family of beings and, 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 and systems, and all of that is supporting this whole evolutionary crisis and transfiguration that we're going through. And that we are, if we, and the more we realize this, the more we see it and feel it and know it, and even we begin to be able to communicate or feel and sense that, that inspiration and, and the support energetically and even getting ideas about what to do, getting guidance and support that way through our meditations, that starts to happen. And it is happening for hundreds of millions of people all over the world. This is going on. I mean, I talk to lots of people who are having these experiences. I am by no means the only one. Um, but it's the way I've been given it, it is it provides this tremendous overview of all of what's happening. But there are many people who are talking about different pieces of it, and it's all in mm-hmm. validating and co- correlating across all kinds of different perspectives. That's really how it's becoming more and more clear to people exactly what's really going on on this planet, and that's what we need to know. So that, and the more any specific light worker like yourself knows and understands. What's really behind all this? It empowers you, right? You feel more, like Absolutely. you just said, you feel more empowered. You feel more energized. You can tune in with these higher forces and powers and help them, and ask for their help. You absolutely can do that. Anyone who's doing good work will be supported at whatever level is appropriate. And and the more you do, the more opportunities you will be given to give. It just keeps on growing. And the more you give, the more you will learn and be brought into the larger and larger circles of what actually is happening and where you can contribute to it. Yes, and, you know, for me, it's, it's um, the Light Alliance. When I was reading the book, I thought, okay, there probably is this Light Alliance that I'm not privy to, but just the knowing that I am working with like-minded individuals whose goals are like my own to foster peace and raise consciousness and, you know, just live from your heart and expand that consciousness – I mean, I studied quantum physics before I got into this because I wanted to know if there was science behind it. I wasn't just going to take somebody's, you know, uh, word that, okay, if you wiggle your nose, you know, people will be healed. It's like, no, there's got to be something about the energy. And when I realized that there was, I thought, oh, I can work with this. This is really cool. So when you go to the hospitals or the hospice situations or anything and you note the differences in people and you see what's going on, and all the nurses in every hospice I have ever been in, all the nurses, they know. They know. Now, they're light workers too. Everybody right. is to me. But, right. you know, it, it's funny how people just think, oh, well, you know, you must be special. It's like, I'm not, anybody can do what I'm doing. You just got to training just like anything else. You know, anybody can do this. You just have to want to yep. do it and train to do it. 
and it's also what you came here for. Why, that's why we each have our own thing, and nobody can be the other person, so we ought not to be comparing or judging ourselves. So we go through all of that, and, and, and that to me is the light alliance that, that we all belong to. I understood what yours was from, from the book, and I was like, yeah, okay, I belong to the light alliance, but don't we all when we're really in that mode of yeah. serving others, yeah. helping we are, them? We are part yeah. of it, absolutely part of it, absolutely. And the idea is that we want to have a unbroken flow of consciousness, energy, and purpose and support moving all the way from galactic levels and, and from higher order civilizations which who do communicate with us all the way through with all the spiritual teachers and masters on the inner planes right down through all of us is like this worldwide massive movement of light with that connectedness to each other and to this higher order of what's going on and what's really behind it all. When all that's really connected, then things really move. You know, it's interesting because part of, in part of your book, there are minimum requirements to incarnate on the earth now. And I didn't know that there were any requirements to come to earth in the first place other than to grow our soul and experience being human. But when I read the new requirements, I thought about it and I read it and I thought, what's new about this? Isn't this what each of us is supposed to be doing already? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yes. I mean, <laughs> you're laughing. We're, really, we're, we're, we're supposed to be embodying love and and and, and making our gifts and available to the to, to others in this world and helping and uplifting the planet. Absolutely, that's our that's our ultimate function. But you know, it, there has been a kind of transmutation function that has also been going on on this planet, as I said, where beings who really had a lot of heavy energy and heavy karma came to the planet as a place where they could come and work off some of that karma and, and you know, deal and l- try to learn how to function in a better way at a higher level, right? And a lot of them have come here, and, and, and then many of them have not chosen the path of light. They have chosen to go this way of greed and selfishness and domination and violence and all kinds of things, as we can see by reading the newspaper. And, and so that has been part of our earth service to the solar system is providing that place where people could come and learn that those ways of being are not useful and not productive and there has been a lot of learning going on about that but that function of the earth doing that within our solar system is now being shifted the earth will in as we move forward is not going to be fulfilling that function in other words the there will be a minimum requirement that you have to at least understand the importance of love as a fundamental principle of life. And if you do, you'll be you'll be able to be here. If you do not, you will not be able to be here. It's that simple. So it is very simple, and it's very interesting that you bring this up because, well, so far we haven't hit on any questions that I actually wrote down. This has been very interesting. <laughs> well, go ahead. You can, ask, you can, you can come back. I could have you on as a permanent guest for the next 10 years. Um, okay, so <laughs> this, this actually is very interesting because I have noticed probably in the past, again, this is something different. I'm going to say in the past maybe 10 years, uh, friends having babies, and seeing babies when I go to the hospital, the babies look different. They're coming yeah. in with more knowledge. They look different. They mm. grow faster. I have a mm. friend who sent me a picture of her grandson. She said, oh, here's a picture of my grandson. And I was like, oh, he's adorable. Two weeks later, she sends a picture. Oh, yeah, he's really cute. You know, looks great. Then she sends me one when he was three months old. And I said, okay, he's a little man right now. He's no longer a baby. Yeah. You can't call him yeah. an infant. That's right. That's you right. can't. 
That's right, because there are so many extremely evolved beings, souls who are coming in now, because they are going they are they are going to be part of the, the whole rebuilding and regenerating of this planet, and they know it, and they're here coming in huge numbers of them in order to yeah. be able to be help us to rebuild and recreate the planet. That's going to happen. And they are definitely coming in for that purpose, and, and many of them are extraordinarily advanced. I mean, as I think I mentioned in my book, even some of the great geniuses of history, like da Vinci mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, many of them, uh, will return and contribute to this tremendous um, transfiguration and rebuilding, recreation of our planet. They are going to come in and help us. Yeah, you can't you can't help but notice it. When I first started noticing it, and I said something to someone, I got looked at like I had three horns on my head. Yeah, and I thought, yeah. okay, you know, I'm just noticing these babies look different. They act different. They're coming in smarter than me. And I've always believed that we all come in with the wisdom within us. And then, you know, life happens, and our parents take that away and say, oh, that's not true. You don't have imaginary friends. And you're not allowed to be the being that you are and, and, and communicate with the other side, if you will. So that goes away by the time you're five or six, and then you go to school and you learn things, and all that's gone. We have an awful lot to learn from children. We have so yes. much to learn from children and animals. Yes, and absolutely. Animals. And, and they, 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 these advanced children that are coming in, they won't forget. And they right. will, and they and they're not forgetting. There are many of them who now are teen, even young, you know, and teenagers. I mean, even that mm-hmm. at, at that age, I've seen know some of them who are absolutely extraordinary beings, and you know, and and they are clear what they're about. They are powerful, beautiful souls who are making huge contributions already. Just in, I mean, I I met one of these young kids. Name his name was Greg. Um, who was a genius? You know, he he completed um, his his um, college. He was in college by the time he was thirteen, and he mm. but uh, he started when he was nine years old. He started an uh, international nonprofit for uh, gifted children. He has got this worldwide network of all these gifted kids doing all these amazing things. He's got nonprofits, three or four nonprofits doing on all kinds of issues. He he is so tuned in. If if he if he ever went if his parents ever took him to a move any movie where there's any violence whatsoever, he would immediately walk out. He would mm-hmm. not not even be present with it. And 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 he his, I I talked to his mother. This was very interesting and she said um asked him if he had uh he has all these um, ex- visionary experiences, and he, he's getting all kinds of input from higher levels. And so his mother asked him if he'd ever seen God, and he said, I sit at his feet, but I'm not ready to look at his face. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> That's profound. That's truly this, profound. Oh, I mean, the, the, these, these children are, are just unbelievable. I mean, they're, they're, they yeah. are believable. They're incredible. And there's so much going on now like this. And, and and a lot of it, of course, the thing is, we have to understand that the media is is controlled still by the darker forces who do not want humanity to believe in itself, do not want humanity to get together and work together to create the world we want. They want to keep us separated, frightened, um, discouraged, and, and, and you know, in, hypnotized by television and dumbed down with drugs and you know, alcohol and everything else. 
that's the game that they're playing. But more and more people now are waking up to this and saying, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm, my, I'm, I, that's not who I am. How are the darker forces able to do that when I thought all the darker forces except human beings were off the planet at this point? True. The, the non-human ones are gone. But there's a lot of them who have been in cooperating with these forces for, you know, their entire lives and sometimes generations. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Within, within families. I get it. And, and so yeah. they are in very powerful control positions within the society and the world. And so they do everything they can to maintain those systems and keep themselves in power. They do not want to lose that, those who are refusing to turn to the light. And they are given many opportunities to do that, but many of, some of them just do not want to do that. And so that's all part of the struggle that's going on. And you, you, know, you can see the evidence of these control forces you know, everywhere, and especially in politics with the money that's yeah. pouring into political campaigns and the way mm. what the goals of this money is you know and they want to like for instance they want to eliminate the EPA they want to eliminate all environmental controls mm-hmm. they want to end all programs to help for on and on and on it's it's like it's like the antithesis of the pope <laughs> and that's, yeah, right. exactly, that's exactly what it is it's it's the anti pope or you know whatever you want yeah. to call it there it is that's true. and that and, and that's those forces are there, and, and that's what we are working with to ultimately we will, because humanity is waking up. And we also have, as I said, this incredible support of these powerful, powerful uh, higher energies that are working through our planet. And you feel it a lot in nature, because you know the nature kingdoms have already gone through this higher movement into higher frequency energy. And when you go out into nature, like I'm sitting here now in the middle of the forest in our community, and it's so beautiful, and and it's like everything is vibrating at an incredibly beautiful frequency. And when that's why people get so restored by going into nature, because the whole nature world, natural world, has already moved into this higher frequency. And that's a very, very uh, important part of the plan, is that we learn from and, and, and from the the animals and the plants and everything. It's all part. And there's a whole new science now that's emerging called biomimicry, where they study how nature organizes systems and learn the incredible things that you can learn about how the principles of how that works, and then use that to design human systems, which people are doing. That is fascinating. Now, these people that are in power, the bad guys, let's call them that, (laughs) that are in power and are trying to be mean and nasty, you know, they've been given many opportunities. You'd think they'd see the signs. I know that if I'm given a sign and I don't see it, by the third time, it kind of hits me in the face. I'm like, okay, yeah, now I look back and I can see. So I'm well aware of when I'm getting signs about what to do. You would think that these people, they'd be knocked down a few times and they wouldn't like it and they'd, you know, turn around but oh, apparently. oh they, they they are seeing the signs they are definitely seeing the signs in many many ways and direct uh, they've had many many schemes to create uh, similar events to 9-11 and all mm. of those have been blocked and stopped now by the by the light alliance 
and they are, they have not been able to do so many of the things that they've been they were trying to do. I'll give you a couple of examples. One was the SARS virus. Do you remember the SARS virus? It was some yeah. mm-hmm. there was this big mm-hmm. hullabaloo. There's going to be this whole worldwide epidemic. Blah 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 blah. Well, that was something they created, and then all of a sudden, within a week, it just completely went off the charts. You never heard another word about it. What happened mm-hmm. with that? What happened was the Galactics neutralized the entire thing. They just neutralized it. They, they just did so that it could not hurt, hurt harm people. Same thing with the radiation from Fukushima. Fukushima, if we hadn't had the Galactics neutralizing that radiation, the whole of Pacific Ocean would be a giant radioactive sink at this point and would just be a horrible disaster. But there, that's not happening because they've neutralized that radiation. They have the capacity to do that. That's the kind of help that we're getting. Um, there's also another um, decision of the Solar Council was that there will be no nuclear war on this planet. Absolutely that's, not. That's no wonderful to know. Yeah, absolutely will never be allowed. And if you study the history of rockets and testing and nuclear stuff, and um, there are so many instances where rockets have been blown up by the galactics that had purposes that were not, you know, trying to start set up a space wars scenario with weapons in space. All that has been blocked by the galactics. And there are dozens and dozens, and I've seen them, photographs, even back from the 40s, before you had photoshopped, so you know these photos are real, where yeah. the, these UFOs would come over these military bases all over the country, all over the world, where they were had these... these um, rockets, you know, in, in, in the silos, the missile silos with, with atomic mm-hmm. warheads. And they would sit there and they would, walk, uh, you know, keep an eye on everything that they were doing in those spaces. There's, I've seen dozens of pictures of this. And there are many, many uh, military service people and even high level who have testified in front of a panel in Washington, D.C., the National Press Club, saying where they saw their whole missile systems shut down. At when there were these UFOs present, because they were basically telling them, no, you cannot do this. You cannot use these nuclear weapons. They will not be allowed on this planet. And they have not. And so, you know, this, this is a whole development that is really powerful and it's really important. You know? And then, of course, there's crop circles. You know, you were of crop circles? Mm. No, and absolutely. <laughs> one of the most in- interesting ones was they, when the 70. 70th anniversary of the D-Day Normandy invasion that was held mm-hmm. in France, and all the world leaders gathered there. Everybody was there, and they actually, many of them were planning on this whole process of how we're going to implement the, the, this Light Alliance plan. But the, the same day, right across the channel in Britain, a crop circle appeared that very day, and it was, you know, your crop circles are quite extraordinary. And this one was in Morse code, so that there would be no question about the interpretation of it, and it said, no more war. You know, what fascinated me about that when I read it in your book was I read it and I thought, now why do I know this? I already know this, and I don't know why, because I can't remember hearing it on the news. I can't remember anybody saying anything about it. Because I would have jumped on that and said, see, <laughs> because I am a big believer that we are being visited by 
other planets. I do not think that we're the most intelligent beings because we act like asses on this planet. And I'm thinking, you know, come on, there's no way that we're the most intelligent. How can we possibly think when we look at just our own history, the Industrial yeah. Revolution to now? hasn't been that long. Look at the amazing things that go on. Look at how our mind works and how we can create things. If you ever watch that show, how it's made, how this is made, or how they made that, whatever the name of the show is, I'm fascinated by the machines that make the machines. It's like, who thought this up? This is really cool. You know, so if we can do this much that we've done in a short amount of time, and we're relatively young here, yeah. why do we think that there's nobody else that can do better and get here from millions of light years away? I mean, come on. You know, it's use your a, brain. It, exactly. <laughs> it's a totally it's logical point of view that you're sharing, and it's absolutely correct. Yeah. And what's yeah. very interesting to me and a little bit amusing is that there's this $100 million grant that was just given by this Russian billionaire to promote um, the search for intelligent life through radio mm -hmm. telescopes, you know, sending out radio signals, trying to hear if there's a radio signal coming back. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they've been doing this for a long time. Now they have lots of money to do it. But the whole thing is it's ludicrous. I mean, there's already so much interaction going on between humanity and these other li other civilizations that it's if anybody bothered to investigate that, which there is enormous proof for it, then th th this is a dis complete distraction. And radio telescopes, I mean, they're sending us a little signal from somewhere. I mean, th come on, they're communicating with us. They're all all over the world. It's <laughs> silly, you know. I mean, at the at the very least, to me. They come here to look at us like a Saturday night date night. Let's go see what those idiots on Earth are doing. And they just fly around and say, oh, my God, you see what's going on? This is really funny. Well, that was entertaining. Let's go home. Right? You know, I mean, that's kind of how I look at well, it. That's, that's, I, yeah, that, I can understand why you would, you would think that they would be thinking that about us. But, in, in fact, these are very advanced civilizations. Not only are they more advanced technologically, they are more advanced spiritually, which means that their goal and their purpose, and they do this, they, they, they go around to various planets and systems all over the galaxy who are at certain stages of evolution where they're ready to make a major transition to a higher level. And they assist them in making that transition without directly doing it for them, but helping them to make those shifts. That's because that's their highest purpose. That's what they really want to do. That's their, that's their spiritual goal is to help the whole galaxy, every system in it, evolve as fully and as rapidly as possible. That's, that's what they do. That's their life mission. And thank God that we are the beneficiaries of that, the benefactors of that. That is a wonderful thing. And I can't believe this, but we're almost at the top of the hour. So, Gordon, before we go, I really would like you to please tell our listeners how they may learn more about you and your work and where they may purchase your book, The Transfiguration of Our World. Yes, yes. Our book is available at the moment. Um, on Amazon, and it's in the ebook, the Transfiguration of Our World, in ebook or in as, as as a paperback. And also, I am going to be doing several programs. Um, I actually am doing quite a lot of public speaking, appearing in various places all over the place. So you can go to our website, which is worldtransfiguration.com, and at, on that website, you can under events, you can see where I'm speaking, and I'm going to be um, starting a new series in September called Galactic News, Updates from the Light Alliance, How the Plan is work, Being Worked Out on Earth with the Support of the Light Alliance. That's going to be a monthly uh, program, about an hour and a half, where I will be sharing what I'm receiving and showing how it's actually working out on Earth with and, and people cooperating with it. 
And so that because people have been asking me for this very much, and so this is what mm. I'm doing. And I also am doing trainings. Um, I'm doing a transfiguration training, which will also be up there on the website. So all of that will be there at my website, which is worldtransfiguration.com. So I think yeah, there there will be opportunities if people want to continue. And I I think reading the book will be an inspirational and powerful experience for people who would like to read it. I think it will change people's lives. I really do because when you when you read it and you you hear how much help and support that we're getting and you know that everything that you're doing really is for a good cause, it makes you feel better as a human being. It gives you confidence to know that I do matter. Everything I do matters and so therefore I best make it good. You know, and I think that right there is life transforming. So, yeah, your book is great. Fabulous, fabulous book. Yeah, I appreciate your being here so very much. It's so fascinating, so thought-provoking. Uh, I can't say enough about it. I just think it's wonderful, and I look forward to the uh, Galactic News in September. I'm definitely going to be one of your people on that. <laughs> great, great, oh. wonderful. <laughs> so, okay. listeners, well, we need you. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, I oh, so thank listeners. you so much for having me on your show. It's been a pleasure. It really oh. joy. And- your, your enthusiasm is beautiful, and your power and your energy and your, your intention to do what you're doing is very beautiful. Oh, well, thank you so much. You just hang on until I finish this. I'll put you in the green room, and we can have a short discussion before I let you go, okay? Sure. Thank you. So, listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do, to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and move the life we are meant to live productively, healthfully, purposefully, and peaceably. This is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. So for more information about me, go to my website, quantumwellness.org. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at NRGAwareRadio. I am your host, T-Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well.
say thank you, thank you. Cause life is joy, life is pain, but the prayer of my heart will never change. I'll say thank you, oh I'll say thank you. Oh, what if I looked at my life in a different way? 